Yo, what's up? This is Blair, and you are back with episode 39. We're on the Zoom today. This will be a YouTube DSP's episode. And I want to get right into the topics, matters at hand. Those of you who know me know that I am a hip-hop historian, hip-hop fan, hip-hop head. Growing up in the 90s, been an 80s baby, like I mentioned before. So you know I you know, I know about the Rakims, the Nas, the Jay-Z, the L's, and then mm-hmm. being in... You know, that era of the slaughterhouses, M&M's, 50 cents games, and so on and so on. So, I was, I'm going to further start off by this, right? Kanye West, genius. Musical genius, fashion, icon, just a lot. A lot to say about this man. Some negative, some positive, mainly positive as far as I'm concerned. That's big brother to me. And, you know, definitely a, an influence for my creative working projects when I was watching the documentary and I really didn't want to address this until I was done with all three series the documentary has been out for about probably like all together like a month so we had series that came out weekly and I'm going to be honest I'm going to rate that a Five star out of five star, only because of how it was presented. And a lot of people might say, you know, that's just, you know, album rollouts, promotion, but it couldn't have been more than a perfect time. I believe that God gives us all a vision. God gives us all a path and the road. And, you know, Kanye, they give Kanye the hard time because he is such a visionary and you know, he has some confidence about him where it's almost as like he's just like self-centered and arrogant and, you know, just like, hey, he, he's never going to, you know, be humble. And, man, it's just a documentary that, it, it really stood, the book still to me my favorite episode of mine had to been, you know, the first, the first one, the first um, episode. Because it really showed you, you know, how he came up, where he came from, and how he even, and in some retrospect, why he is the way he is now. Because I'm going to say something like 
those of you who don't watch it, who haven't watched it yet, you might want to just cut this off right now. But the thing about it is, he was a producer, and he produced for a lot of people that's coming up, starting, you know, in Chicago, and then branching off to like big time, you know, and the the crazy thing is it's just kinda ironic, right, how he started off as a producer who wanted to get into or who was rapping, but he wanted to kinda you know he wanted to kinda wanted some more notoriety and be taken seriously as a rapper. Because he did address and say that, you know, he was a rapper who just helped to do you know, beats and produce for every big name that you can think of, but, you know, he just haven't gotten that, haven't really gotten that um, respect in a sense. But he did consider himself a rapper. And now, and then I know even that, like, in time, like, a couple years ago, he was talking about how people wasn't going to take him serious as, like, a fashion guy, and, you know, now he's you know, a billionaire from, you know, just his, his fashion. And he was talking about how he wanted to be the best just rapper in the game even then. And I mean, despite or regardless of how, you know, I personally feel about that, I mean, hey, numbers don't lie. I can't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue with the whole world, whoever feels like he's the best just rapper. Um, and, you know, another reason was another thing. A lot of people didn't really talk about this. And like I said, I've been on Twitter, I've been on Instagram, Facebook, and was, you know, people was talking about the doc and, you know, just talking about how, like, how when he was in the rock building, he was being shit on by just different people where I don't even exactly know who the who the young women were, the young women were who was just kind of like ignoring, you know, you know, um, uh, um, falls down. But after that part, you know, when he was in the car with, you know, his man, Cootie, the director, shout out to him, who him and, um, I think Shikes, um, they, they were the one who documented it, everything, who did the, Documentary, so shout out to them because they, they, like I said, the timing, but when he was in the car and he was talking about how he wasn't where he wanted to be, how like people, sorry, talked about how like people might look at him as this super producer and then. You know, you got it all, you know, you you, you, know, you you rich, you making money and stuff. And he was like, you know, he was still, you know, living in his apartment in uh, it was Jersey or New York. But he was like, I'm not where I want to be. You know, people can praise you and say, you know, you you got everything and everything, but it's like it's not, is it is it good enough for you? I mean, like I said, one thing is being humble about it, being grateful about it, but and he was definitely grateful, I can tell, but it was just like he wasn't where he wanted to be. You know, if you 
if you a producer who raps and then you wants to be taken seriously as a rapper because you feel like you paid your dues, but you feel like that you're actually a better rapper and you deserve a shot and you want to be respected on that level with the top tier guys like Jay and top tier guys like Talib and you know whatnot like at the time I mean you aren't where you are and that's kind of really how I feel about certain things right you know I was man you know I'm 34 and I'm still getting to my, you know, I'm still at my destination of where I want to be. You know, I might, I haven't even like, to me, I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface to where I want to be. At. I might have done a lot, you know, people might say like, you know, hey, you should be blessed, you know, you got this, and I am, and I'm grateful. And, but, you know, in hindsight, for me, looking at certain things, and that's why the document inspired me more, because when I looked at it, when I was watching it, I was like, man, you know, that's kind of wild where this guy was a teenager when he started doing this. And then by the time he actually kind of started, like when he got notoriety as, you know, a major art, like major artist, whether producer, rapper, or not, let's see, he's on his But he went out and went for it. And I'm always humble and honest enough to say that, you know, as big as my aspirations are, my ambition isn't exactly what I would want it to be. You know, because I feel I feel like, you know, there's certain things that I don't know if I'm willing to do to, you know, get it like, you know, by any means, but that's just me personally. It's a certain thing that I don't really have the courage or don't really want to do. Oh, like I said, it was a great documentary. And then, um, you know, it talked to, you know, the second, you know, the second um, episode, you know, it was kind of more like how he was still after being signed to Rockefeller. You know, he still wasn't getting a release day. You know, he still wasn't really, you know, he, was, he still was working. You would think that, uh, because at that time, you know, Rockefeller was still like a big major company, so you would still think that, hey, by that time, you know, he, he would kind of, you probably won't have to hustle that hard, man. You still got to always hustle and grind. So it was a different time back then, but Kanye did put in the work. And, and you know, there's also that part, and I think it was in the first episode, like I said, it was just, like, this is the thing. You gotta have a support system. And I, and I know that his mother, rest in peace to Miss Donda West, I can, just by looking at her, I felt, uh, I can feel her energy and feel that, man, she was, I can tell she was a big impact. And I can tell that, you know, she loved her son, supported her son, vice versa. So I know when she passed, it was a lot. It, it took a change. And I believe, you know, it would do that for a lot of, it does that for a lot of people. When you lose a parent, I mean, I haven't had experience where I lost a parent. You know, I really don't know how I would be aware I would be if I didn't have my parents, but I can just empathize that, you know, hey, you know, his mom passed. I talked about how 
truly express how like their relationship kind of divided a little bit as he got bigger and bigger. And, you know, he kind of became even more, more outspoken, more out of control, just start ran and ran. And it's almost like, you know, people say this all the all time, it's a cliche. It's a cliche. So when he lost his mother, you know, it kind of, it kind of does something. It kind of did something to him. And me personally, I understood and I felt it because it's like, so I'm a big Kanye fan, a big Kanye supporter. Now I'm going to sit here and say I agree with everything that he does or say, but, you know, you got to have a high-level, God-level fit. Like You got to be on a certain level to, to just, you got to be on a certain level to, like, believe, like, believe, which, like I said, because he, you know, Kanye, High level thinking, you know, how I've like always been man of faith, man of God and stuff, but and I feel like his mother was part of that. You know, you gotta speak life and speak positivity in your kids, you gotta encourage your kids to be great and stuff, but also say, Okay, be humble, right? Um, one thing that she has said, you know, when a giant looks in the mirror, he sees nothing. But everybody else sees the giant. That's a bar. So that's why I was just kind of a lot where it was like, I believe in me. My mom's someone who I love, trust, and who only matters, like who actually matters, one of the most important person that matters to me believes in me. So I'm so you're gonna keep that, you're gonna keep that in you. So then when you lose that, when you lose that person. On the physical aspect, when they're no longer there, so where you can go to, you, a lot, a lot of. Sometimes you can get spiritually and emotionally lost. <clears throat> you know, and then you know the another. Important factor that people probably haven't really noticed is that everything happens for a reason, of course. And you know, after Kanye lost his mom, him and Cootie kind of like they kind of lost lost touch a little bit, but lost that disconnected a little bit. But that allowed Cootie to you know be there for his family to be a father, raise his daughter. I have to spend more time with them. So who knows how things would have been if they didn't lose that connection. So that's why it's like, it's very important. You know, one, one key, key thing I want you to take from this is never dwell when you lose someone or disconnect with someone. Because it's only going to allow you to make more time and build more time up to better you and your relationship, your personal relationships. 
but you know we all have to feel. And like I said, it was just kind of, I felt like it was like I said, five out of five. You know, a lot of people supported him, a lot of people shitted on him, but you know you need that balance in life. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, once again, you know, the devil is not permitted to do anything with us. That's his purpose. The devil's purpose got to be permitted by God. And that's all I'm saying about that. You know, and it also goes, and it also makes me think about another issue. Like I said, this is hip hop. We're gonna talk about slaughterhouse. You no, know, talk about losing and mending, or just disconnecting. People, you know, slaughterhouse was was a force to be reckoned with. You know, when it was Joe Royce, Joel, Crook, and I said they they was like I said they was kind of like again, you know, you had Top Dog, you know, with well, man, it wasn't a group, but you know, you had J Rock, Kendrick, Absol. I was there Charlottesville, and then you had, you know, Slaughterhouse. And then, you know, when Griselda kind of led the scene, you know, like with the past couple of years, I mean, you would be like, man, that would have been a great, that would have been great to see Griselda and Slaughterhouse, right? But, and this is just a, a, a brief, this is just going to take a brief second to discuss this, right? Only thing that I seen, the one only thing that I had an issue with as far as this whole slaughterhouse issue, because again, Crooked and Joel got a project coming out called the Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. It was in a slaughterhouse logo, and Royce and Joe have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. I seen a live that they was doing. Royce and Joe was on live talking. Then Joel got on there, just addressing how there was some business on the table and you know dealing with the, with the with the group. Royce was like he didn't want to do it without Joe. So, in some sense, if Joe's retired and Joe is saying he will, he's not rapping anymore, and like I said, I'm not, I don't know the whole story, you know. But um, if Joe's retired, he said he's not rapping anymore, and whether Joe's going to come out of time or not, if Royce said he's not going to do nothing, with, if he's not going to do anything without Joe in regards to start a house or a record or business or anything, and Joe isn't entertaining or discussing or talking about rapping or thinking about rapping, because like I said again, Joe, 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 it's been a minute since I've looked at, uh, looked at his podcast, but, you know, he, he was hired. You know, he's doing his thing without the rapping. I mean, I'm sure if he did come back to rapping, you know, he wouldn't lose a step. You know, people would support him. But for me, I feel like that's a, that's that's um, the decline. 
you know, you got one rapper who's retired and then someone else who's not going to, you know, do anything without that retired rapper. You know, that's just, okay, well, you just got to read between the lines. But there was something, um, even though I, I, um, I believe, Joel, there was something that I didn't really like. And it was just pretty much the fact of, hey, support the album. You know, if you wish somebody love, lose somebody love, and say, I want you to do well. And then you want somebody to support your album to calm that, that kind of, that's not really synonymous with each other. To some aspect, you know, you don't have to, you can love and tell someone or feel, want the best for someone and disagree with them or not like something. You know, like I said, I mean, I got, I got friends and family. You know, I don't agree with everything that they do. You know, I don't like everything that they say. I don't always really, and I'm not even really going to say support, because I'm always going to support my loved one and friends. But when it's kind of like, like when it's kind of just exclusively to items, say like if I'm selling water, um, if I'm if I'm like all right, I got some small water, you know, it's alkaline, and then my friend tells me, "No man, good luck with that, man. I wish well." And I was like, "All right, let me, let me buy my water." And then they's like, "No, nah, I don't drink small water. They might not like it, or they might not really want to do it because you still got to stand for yourself." So I haven't heard on the album, but if it's actually an album like Will said, where it's, it's just an album, this and them, yeah, why would I want to subscribe to that? You know, we don't get to subscribe to everything, whether it's true or not. We don't have to subscribe to everything, whether they're people that we rock with or not. We don't have to subscribe to everything. And that kind of goes back, you know, to what I said about yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's big brother. You know, college out class, they graduation, graduation, he get he make he make classic albums, he make classic records. With legendary people with action otherwise, but you know, you don't have to always agree with someone or support something that they're doing or like something that they're doing. And but you can still wish them best because if that's something that is helping them and beneficial for them, you want you want that for them. But it's like at my expense, if you're gonna be sitting here telling me to suck your dick, gonna be sitting here telling me, you know, I'm a liar and all that stuff, and then you expect me to kind of, you know, feel like I have to do something. But you know, that's I guess that's the game. That's why I think it's kind of hard sometimes when you're an artist and you know you have you do business with friends or whatnot. You know because you can things can things can get a little messed up. You know it's kind of wild because when you are doing business with your friends. The ironic thing is, you can be friends with somebody for 20 years, 
30 years. But once y'all start doing business together and start like breaking bread together a lot of times, it shouldn't it shouldn't mess up your friendship or relationship, but sometimes that happens. Sometimes that's why it's important that we know who we're dealing with. Because like I said, we can't like all everybody can't break bread together just because of their friends. We can try to make an opportunity, get an opportunity for somebody, but like I said, money, man, money is power to some people. And you start messing that money up for somebody, you know, they take that personal, then it just kind of like, nah, this gonna gone beyond. That's why I say for me personally, man, like I got a solid circle. You know, I got a solid circle. Don't always agree. You know, might not always really be there mentally or emotionally for them as you would like, but you know, you gotta have a solid circle behind. And, that, and that's and that's one of the things that Gang was talking about. You know, with the Drink Chance podcast, which I just finished looking at, which was a hell of a long podcast episode, but I got through it. <laughs> I got through that job, man. Like, you know, he was dropping like gold bars, you know what I'm saying, and jewels. And Jim's talking his shit and still, you know, putting glitter down, you know. But, you know, he had said something. He was talking about how he thought the game was real. And that's kind of where him and 50 went back. But, um, you know, he was talking bars to me. Like I said, I haven't listened to all the Drink Champs episodes. I mean, I can't keep up with everybody's podcast. I can't keep up with everybody what they got going on. I'm doing things myself, but there was something that he said and and that's and that's and this is what I'm gonna name this episode is, you know, get out the damn car. You know, you got sometimes you gotta coop a good in situ a situation right? Because you gotta think about your family, you know, you can't always you can't always be that, that person who's going to confront or go head on into anybody. You know what I mean? Because he talked about how he had his beefs and, you know, fit his beef. And, you know, he was like, man, you know, he thought about Big and Punk and how he's like, so that's how he want to go out. If he's going to do this round. That's how he wants to go out. But, you know, some people are hard-headed. You know, we got to learn from our mistakes. You know, we got to think back. You know, you got to think nowadays, you might need to get out that car. You know, do you, how much do you care about life? Are you, you care more about being authentic and a real cat, riding for your homies, riding with your homies to the death get involved in stuff that might not have nothing to do with you or something that is so painful that you just got to defend it? Or do you decide to say, you know what? This can go bad. It's not worth it. I'm going to go home to my family. You got to think about that. Like I said, like a, like a true friend is going to put you in danger. 
truth and they're gonna get you involved. You know, rest in peace to power, man. But he he did not have to get in that issue. You know, it's like, man, you disrespect death row. You disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get that mentality. Well, that's a street mentality, survival of the fittest mentality, but sometimes you just gotta get out of that car. Sometimes you just gotta stay in the house. If you value your life. Because give or take is because those are chances. You might you might make it home. You might get away with it. But when you're when you're safe, when you Locked down, like so, because people can come up in your in your crib too while you're there. You know, not say live in fear, but you have to live. You have to be wise, be smart about the decisions that you make. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like anything is worth dying over, except for you know, defend defending yourself. Nothing I have. Nothing I have is worth dying on because it's like you have to you have to think about it's worth living for. Like this painting here that I drew, it represents the black woman, you know, the the spirit of the black woman and the decisions. Are you going to Look to the left, or you don't look to the right. I'm not saying not to defend yourself and not to take pride in your name and what you have and in the people who support you, but you have to think to be mindful and better life. Because nowadays, because even before, you know, we used to get snatched out of our homes. You know, we used to get. Our homes burnt down. You know about Black Wall Street, and you you have to understand life is a privilege. Don't throw it away over something petty. I understand, like it's, I'm, and I'm not gonna sit here and tell somebody nothing is worth dying for. Because I, I do refrain that statement. I mean, there are some things dying for, but not dying over. Like if, like if you disrespect me, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try to take your life. But I just won't, just won't fuck with you. So, so I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, that's it's, it's just, it's just, just simple. Um, he called out Eminem. Well, he didn't call out Eminem, but Eminem gave me Eminem verses. Like I said in episode 37, game man, he's an underdog. I'm going to say it. 
and under with versus standards, we might say Eminem will probably win the game or something, but this ain't versus. But they did a versus, I'm gonna go with game. Like game is, you know, he rap. If y'all ain't heard that born a rap album that he dropped, I think it was twenty twenty or last year or something, listen to it. Step in the light. You know, I think that would be mm, it would definitely be entertaining. I do feel like, you know, game is very aggressive with it and you know, he would have he would bring a lot of you know, he would bring he would bring a lot of heat. He would bring he would bring a lot of aggressiveness to that. And Eminem also, you know, he rap, you know, he rap rap, but I don't, you know, I feel like them both being kind of like, they, well, Game wasn't a battle rapper, but you know, he freestyled, he didn't, did a lot of disses and beats with people, but like they kind of got that same type of aggressiveness and time when they rap, but um, it'll be good. And just in, and and going back with that and going back to to my point of hip hop and artists being signed together or come like having a group and having support and then other people not supporting man it's just kind of like. Sometimes you might just have to go solo, you know what I'm saying? Again, when you when you keep a good and junior, you know, you're in that car, you're like, man, I gotta when you have time to think about it, when you actually have a moment to think, and that's the thing sometimes, like not thinking, not having time to think will get you caught up. For real. And you know, what did he say? He said, and also he talked about how, how he likes to, you know, he ride solo, you know what I'm saying? Because he don't want to be responding. Like, if, if anything go pop off, you know, he don't want to be, he don't want to have that on his conscience. It's like, I 100% agree with him. I mean, that's how I am. I ride, you know, I'm a ride or die type dude, but I'm like, sometimes I'd rather just be somewhere by myself or do stuff by myself. I mean, I'm not in any type of beast or drama or anything like that, but it's just like, hey, I don't really like having a responsibility for somebody else's life because me, I'm a, I'm driving and I'm going to ride until the end. You know, like that's why I don't really, like, I don't go anywhere that I'm not welcome, that I don't go anywhere where I'm, like, tolerated. I go where I'm appreciated. You know, I go where, you know, where I'm going to be out. I go where I'm loved and supported, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't really want to have to deal with, like, there's certain things that we don't have to deal with. You know, I don't have to be around certain people. I don't have to do certain things. So, like, I got a, I got a nine-to-five job, you know? So, when I go there, like, I got to, I got to talk to customers. I got to do, I got to do certain things. It might not be, it might not be what I want to do, but, I'm putting myself in a position to where I don't have to do that later. So that's why I was just like, sometimes, like, when I go places, whether I'm going to the movies, whether I'm 
going to a front house or family member's house or I, you know, like I said, if I'm it's, I'm usually I usually have my son with me a lot of times. It's been a minute since you know I actually had somebody else ride with me. You know, I mean I've been in relationships, you know, they they but you know, for the most part, like if I'm going to a place somewhere and I said, I used to go out, go out to like the beach strip and stuff, and I'll be in groups and stuff like that. Sometimes I drive, sometimes I don't, but now that I'm a father, since I've been a father, really, if I'm going to like an event or somewhere where it's going to probably be like a crowd, it'd be good to have somebody with you. Like I said, you in the car. In the house, don't put yourself in other people's business. You know, I'll just, I'll just ride by myself, man, go by myself. Because a lot of times you don't have control over nobody else's situation. You know, I'm not paranoid. I'm not, you know, I'm not as paranoid, but I do have anxiety. So, like I said, but like I said, I don't go anywhere. Well, I'm not walking. But yeah, man. Like sometimes you just gotta ride, like ride dolo. But that was pretty much the jewels he was dropping, man. Like you, you have. Sometimes you gotta pull that. Sometimes you just gotta, you gotta hit the air. You know what I'm saying? Just hit the air, hit the air, hit the air. Sometimes you just gotta hit the air. You know what I'm saying? And then you know we got this guy, white one hundred. Who a lot of times when I when I do hear his takes on certain things that I probably agree with me. You know, legends. Legends. You no, know, who's a legend? What makes you a legend? And like I said, remember this is the podcast, you know, this is unsolicited, unorthodox, untraditional, unconditional. So to me, you know, a legend. For someone who put in the work, someone who done who done things, who kind of progressed and elevated the game in a way. And even if you didn't elevate the game, you brought something that's like, you know, that's that changed me and that personal to me. I feel like Fit is a legend. Jay's a legend. Nas a legend. So to me, I feel like game game's a legend, you know what I'm saying? Because he had records and though they wasn't, you know, up there with, you know, his careers and like where the Nas's and Jay-Z's and 50's is because again, 50, because gang, he, you know, he, he's, he's been rapping, you know, he's been rapping, you know, he's done movies and stuff, but, you know, game is a hip hop rap legend. 50 is a hip hop rap legend. But it's also a icon, Snoop icon. You know, they didn't, you know, something that you do for the culture, they didn't transcend it from music. You know, and the thing is, I feel like it can mean different things. Like here and play, like again, they they like they 
brought us House Party. You know, Russell Simmons brought us, you know, Death Jam, Death Comedy Jam. So it's like, like they're all, it's all part of hip hop, you know. So we got the, like the comic, the comedy legends, the actor legends, the singers, the rappers, like the, any type of legend that there is, you know, it's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? If you think of any urban or black or anything dealing with entertainment, I can name you a rapper. Or even if you say NBA or basketball stuff like Will Smith, Master P, Legends. But um, bottom line is less ones. Like I said, it's just me just giving y'all a quick rundown review, my thoughts on, you know, what's been going on in hip hop this past month, weeks, or whatever. So I read Jeans, five out of five. You know, Slaughterhouse, you know, I'm, I'm going to definitely support the album, but I do feel like, you know, it kind of got to a point where it's, like, oh, man, it's, 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 man, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all was, I don't know how close they were, like I said, outside looking in, you might think that, you know, a group like that, you know, less and no friends, but competitive, but, you know, they didn't, it got kind of, it went kind of left quick. But like I said, game, you know, he got, um, <laughs> I'm coming out. I just saw that easy. Um, he heard that easy record video. It was okay. Um, not really. Nothing, nothing like amazing. I mean, like the lyrics and stuff was good, but it didn't like. I was just kind of like, mm, it was okay to me. Also, um, one more thing. Let's just end. Make it a nice bringing back Queen Radio. It's going to be on AMP, which is an Amazon app that will be coming soon. And then it's going to have a lot of other, you know, artists with radio shows. I believe Tanaze is going to be um, on it. Um, I forgot who else. They was mentioning it on the breakfast club earlier, but. Bottom line, brush ones, man. Sometimes you gotta get out the car. Get out the car. Stay with your family. Go to your family. No beef, you know. Once again, I always I can't stress this enough. Go where you're appreciated, not tolerated. You know, and keep your circle solid. You know what I'm saying? Because if the circle ain't solid, it's nothing but a C. It's nothing to see. But anyway. Oh, just some clear cancer. Care bear. Stay safe. Stay prosperous. Stay productive and positive.
thankfulness.